0: Hello, hello, hello! It is Friday, August seventeenth, twenty eighteen, and it's hopefully the inaugural broadcast of the BRBT podcast. Uh, it is your guy here, Bully Rye, uh, with me as always. Is the man who's always ready to flex? He is big Tex. Big Tex, how you doing today?
1: Oh, brother, I'm so ready to do this. Take seventy five.
0: Yeah, get this no rolling, kidding. Bubba. So for anybody who uh who's listening to this, this is our first show. However, we have tried on multiple occasions to uh to get this podcast pilot so to speak going. Uh technical difficulties. Um hopefully this one's going to go through and we're going to be all right with this. We're going to uh, be smart
1: with it though. We're going to be that's, smart with
0: it. That's right. And so uh if the music quality isn't all that great, eventually we'll figure that out too. So Forgive us, but, um, but yeah, so again, welcome to the BRBT podcast. Uh, you can BRBT podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at BRBT podcast. Um, this podcast is basically designed, uh, big Tex and I have been talking about this, uh, for quite some time. Uh, we we will talk about just about anything there is to talk about. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of wrestling, pro wrestling talk here today. Um, we're going to talk a lot about fantasy football. We're already almost a, uh, two full weeks into the preseason. I don't know about you, big techs, but less than three weeks away from regular season football. I am excited. Brother,
1: only thing I can say, man, is I'm so excited to get this started, man. We've been, like you said, we've been trying to plan this for a while, and we're finally going to get to try to drop some knowledge if anyone's willing to listen. Um Yeah all the podcasts we've been listening to, all the research we've been trying to do. Um, You're more the numbers, numbers, man. But I'm going to be, you know, I'm probably going to be the the heel of the show, you know. I'm probably going to (laughs) be that dude that's going to, you know, draw a little bit of heat. But I'm all right with that. You know, just like my boy Ciampa in NXT right now, you know. You got to beat the man to be the man, you
0: know. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, um, again, we'll talk about some wrestling here today. Uh, with a couple of big shows coming up this weekend, a little bit of fantasy football talk. Uh, but if there's ever any uh, any new movies that come out, uh, we'll be willing to either review or preview uh, those movies. And You know, feel free to, to send us an email, and, and maybe we'll include it on the next show. For sure. Uh, so, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, some pro wrestling talk. Uh, SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4 are this weekend. Uh, let's start off with NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Uh, we've got five, looks like uh, five matches here on the court. Let's go through one by one. Uh, Big Tech's EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. Uh, what do you think gonna see here? And let's, let's go ahead. and let's, Who do you think was going to come out with a W on this one? Oh man, I to be
1: honest, I hope it's the dream, man. I hope it's the dream. Uh, he he has just been such such a fresh feel in the NXT. You know, somebody that has that that glamour, that mystique. You know, and it's weird to say glamour with a guy, man, because you know they try to they try to you know make you try to get behind certain wrestlers. You know, like you know the force-fed Roman Reigns. You know, kind of like how I talk about you with the Gamecocks. But we'll get on that later on. We'll get oh, to that yeah. later on, but yeah, man, I'm hoping it's a velveteen dream. Although EC3 is getting a mean push, the crowd is behind them. Uh, you can see it, you can feel it every time both of them are in the ring. So uh, nothing but excitement. The NXT to me is like hands down the best show in the in the brand right now, and I yeah. I I, I can't say it no other way.
0: Yeah, you're not the only one that feels that way. Um, Obviously, uh, there feels like there's a little more freedom within NXT. uh, Creative-wise and and everything else, uh, between the creativeness, uh, the the stuff they're allowed to do in ring uh, is just just above and beyond anything that they can do on the main roster in WWE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. When it comes to the EC3-Velveteen Dream matchup, uh, for lack of better words, uh, Velveteen Dream has been an absolute dream to watch on WWE Network uh, television. <laughs> uh, he has been uh, charismatic. You can tell he loves what he does. Uh, he was given a gimmick that um, that he just took and ran with it, man. And uh, sure. I'm, really, I'm really glad to see him, uh, you know, take off in NXT uh, and, and just continue to ride the ride he might not be winning all of his matches, but he's, you know, he's, he's a, he's a future star. I mean, oh, I think for sure. And he's if, young if, and he's so yeah. young. If Shelton Benjamin had started off in this, in this sense, and this is just my, my, uh, you know, I, you know, my opinion, uh, I feel like this, this is, he's what Shelton Benjamin could have been had, uh, had Shelton given been, you know, gone down at least I not, not that he went down a wrong path, but I just I feel like Dream has the the athleticism uh, that uh, Shelton Benjamin has, and I think he's even got a uh, obviously more charisma than Shelton Benjamin. Um, I just I think I think he. uh sorry about that everyone uh again uh we're still experiencing some technical difficulties uh so um so again we apologize for that little uh short break that you all had had to take uh big text i got you here back with me again yeah man i think
1: it might be my end man i might get that might have that poop internet uh so i apologize man
0: Nah, man. Once, <laughs> once we publish it, you're going to hear uh, you're coming through loud and clear. I, I'm not sure. Maybe it's the acoustics in my in my house. Uh, but one way or the other, we're we're going to keep toughing this out. And if we have to break it up into segments, we're going to continue to do it. Um, but getting Sounds back good to, to me. Getting back to the conversation we were having, I was just uh, I was just saying that uh, Dream has got potential to be a really big star in the future, and um, and I, I hope uh, that he goes over this weekend. But I still think they got EC three uh, on that rocket ship uh, yeah. the championship. So they always try to push the big man, man. Yeah, that's that. You're absolutely right. So um, let's go. Let's move on uh, to the next match they've got on the card, and that is the NXT North American Championship between Adam Cole and Ricochet. Uh, big Tex, what what you think we got going on for this match? How do you feel about it? Um, hmm.
1: To be quite honest with you, I think that either one winning would be good for the title however I think that Adam Cole holding it a little bit longer would just solidify this feud because one thing that I've noticed is that with NXT they take their time with their champions you don't become champion for a long time you know um, and and it seems like that with Adam Cole just winning that title not so long ago he's had some good defenses and of course he you know he's had a couple of good defenses against some quality talent, but most of the time it's, you know, somebody that's not really on his level, uh, when it comes to like just in ring work. Um, so I think that the collision with him and Ricochet for the first time is nine times out of ten going to be somewhere where there's a disqualification, uh, or something like that that's gonna happen where Adam Cole is gonna end up winning. Of course it's <laughs> gonna look like the Ricochet is gonna win, but I, I think that Adam Cole is gonna pull this one out. I've got
0: three words for you. What's Adam that? Adam Cole, baby! Yeah, baby. Adam Cole is probably my favorite wrestler on the NXT roster. Uh, just uh, his his overall just being, I can't explain it. Uh, I just, I enjoy everything that he does. Uh, we're at the Undisputed Era match is what we're going to talk about next. Um, I just, I love everything that he does. Not saying that I don't like what Ricochet does. Ricochet is – I don't know. I think he's the modern-day Rey Mysterio. Uh, Yeah. The guy guy – Uh, Adam Cole and a uh, nice transition into the nXT tag Team championship match uh, between the undisputed era and mustache mountain uh, mustache mountain uh, won the championship in, in, or he's only to lose it uh, back just a few a short uh, short days later i would I would presume so yeah. Uh, What do you have think we have in store uh, for us with undisputed Stash Mountain?
1: Okay, Um, let let me put it like this: Uh, hands down, this tag team division has been fantastic. Absolutely, no matter which team, no matter what pairing, no matter if it's a team that hadn't been together before, or if it's a tag team that's been solidified for a while, the tag team division has been. Fantastic. The only thing that bothers me with this this feud between Mustache Mountain and the Indisputed Era is that it just seems so lopsided sometimes. And 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 I hope this isn't taken the wrong way because I feel like I am a huge supporter of Mustache Mountain, of the hard work that they pull and how solid, you know, they take those bumps real solid. You know, they they hit solid. They you know hardcore style. They do that strong style. Um, And and it just makes the wrestling scene so much more authentic. And Undisputed Era, they take their bumps the exact same way. They put it out the same. But it just seems like that they're trying to force this mustache mountain epidemic on everyone. Their body of work is great. Their body of work is great. But when you look at a tag team division, I'm not worried about these cats from Britain. that are coming over to try to, you know showed what they got. I know what they've got. You know what I'm saying? They've been putting on great shows, but you've got all these other tag teams that are sitting in the wings that are just waiting for their chance at these NXT titles. And these cats from Britain just kind of stepped in front of everybody. So so I yeah
0: know. I no I get where you're coming from. I think uh, I think they're going to use this as a stepping stone to really completely launch uh, nxt uh, uk yeah um i again i i've got you know i'm just looking forward to the match itself i mean they, every time the undisputed era steps in the ring in a tag team match i mean they 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 bring the show
1: oh, so yeah. oh uh, yeah
0: so yeah i mean i i got a feeling we're gonna see another undisputed era win um but mustache mountains gonna they're gonna if anybody hasn't seen mustache mountain uh, on, a, on, a, on a live show, I'm, the, the, the audience at NXT Takeover Brooklyn is going to be very satisfied with this tag team match. Oh, it's going to uh. be it's going to be glorious! And
1: oh my goodness, man, I, I just I really hope that when we go to WrestleMania next year, so spoiler alert, uh, I really <laughs> hope that when we go to WrestleMania this next year, that we get to see uh, a match with these teams uh, against each other or by themselves, maybe the the you know, take over and get a little bit bigger, which they should be. I mean, I feel like an hour is amazing time for them. But if they were an hour and a half, they could squeeze in a few more just real good quality work. And it's been quality on NXT, for, I mean, since they started, man. So uh, I'm sorry. Let's let's, let's nope. go ahead and move on, though. I apologize. I don't want to take nope. too much time.
0: Oh that's, that's – listen, that's what listeners want to hear. So um, – and I, I agree with you, too. I, I'd love to see an, an expanded NXT TakeOver card. Oh, yeah. uh, so the next matchup that they've got listed uh, before we get to the main event is the NXT Women's Championship match, Shayna Baszler and uh, I'm I'm not going to butcher this name, uh, Kari Sane. So um, again, I I'll, I'll start us off with this one. I don't like Shayna Baszler. Uh, not f- from a personal standpoint. I got nothing personally wrong with Shayna Baszler. Um, I feel as if she was pushed into the championship picture uh based on her MMA career. And I just um I'm I'm not a fan as, as of this point. I feel like the few matches that I've seen of hers, she just she feels sloppy and dangerous. Um Kyrie Sane got a lot of, of uh good good publicity uh from the uh Mae Young Classic last year. So I'd like to see her go over, but I have a bad feeling we're going to get another Shayna Baszler uh, successful title defense here. Uh,
1: I mean, I don't know. I'd have to say that uh, this is going to be the first time that you and I have ever disagreed on air, uh, which is the first time period, (laughs) you know. Um, Shayna Baszler is exactly, exactly what the Women's NXT Championship needs. There is not one, not one true heel And that entire group, I mean, Bourne, um, she, you know, she shows up and she tries to act like she's, you know, like a like a uh, like a pink lady from Greece. You know, she (laughs) shows up and got the big hair and a little leather jacket and she throws a couple of, you know, nice moves here and there. But other than that, what else do they have that when it comes to heels? Um, Shayna Baszler is carrying the NXT women's division right now just by her heat alone. Her in-wing work, if you look at her, she may seem dangerous to you, but if you look at it, she takes every single bump that everyone else takes. She also hasn't hurt anybody yet, from what, from what I understand. If anybody can correct me, hit us up on the Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or hit us up on the gram or something, but, you know. Um, Be
0: our podcast on Twitter.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, let me know. But when it comes down to it, she's perfect. She's exactly what they need because every time that anyone has been so behind a true champion, they've always been heels. Look it back in history. Think about every champion that you were so hardcore behind. I mean, other than the harder boys that, that were more popular, but if you look at the Stone Colds, the Rocks, even Bretton Him, Man Hart, I mean Shawn Michaels when he was with DX, You know, Triple H when he came back and Oh my God! You remember how jacked he was after he tore his quad? I mean, just yeah. think about it. Think about the heel is what drives the company. It's not the big man anymore, because when you when you hold the champions up, the face champion, yeah, he gets over. The kids love him, John Cena. Respect to what you did, but yeah, you, know, <laughs>
0: you know, you know, what I'm saying. Eh, yeah, you know. Listen, I get where you're coming from. I just again, yeah. just I guess it's just a personal preference. It's not so yeah. much. I don't think she's a bad heel. I mean, I think I think she does what she's getting paid to do. I just, um, right. Right. long you know, long story short, I just I'm not a big fan.
1: Okay, and let me let me make sure that I give some respect to Singh. Also, my bad. I know no, I kind of ran off with Shayna. but with, with Singh, it, it, it's she's still trying to be like she's in you know overseas in Japan or you know overseas doing something like that because in america it seems like well in the states i should say even in britain it seems like that it's not so much over the top with your with your gimmick um you know everybody even little kids i hate to say this but even little young kids know that pirates aren't real anymore
0: <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah, no, like, I, see where you're coming from. I mean i'm a, i'm
1: a peter i'm i'm 37 years old my dude and i love peter pan i'll watch peter pan till the day i die but I know that pirates aren't real and that's where yeah. I'm going to leave it. I, I, her I, work I, is good,
0: it. but. Yeah, I, I love her. I love her work from what I've seen. Um, I think uh, she might just be one of those um, stuck in her gimmick. Um, I, I think uh, obviously Vince McMahon's always like those, those somewhat over the top characters. I mean, I can't, well, Paul Burchill was an actual pirate uh, back when in, when SmackDown, I don't know, early 2000s or so. Um, so it's it's not – at least it's not the first Pirate gimmick that they've had on WWE TV. Um, but, yeah, I just – again, it's, it's now, just – What year did you say again? It was early 2000s. Like, oh, I'm sure God. it was. Remember so, back in the
1: day when I was younger and I'm not a kid anymore? Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> My bad, yeah. man. My no, bad. you're good,
0: man. You're good. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, again, I, I think we're going to get a, a decent match. I don't think it's going to go too long. Nah, um, I got nah. a feeling that Shane is going to Shane is going to retain. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we need to dwell on this. The, the final match in the main event all that long. Uh, the last man standing match for the NXT Championship: Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, uh, Tomato Tomato. I uh, again, I, I the former D, formerly known as DIY. These guys put on a clinic every time they get in the ring. Oh and yeah. I don't think we're going to get anything less uh, from them in a last man standing match. Um, big text. I, I, we know how you felt about Champa based on our, our you know, our, our first segment, so to speak. <laughs> so uh, can he retain? I know this was supposed to be a triple threat match until Alistair Black got hurt. Um, but does Tommaso Ciampa uh, retain or do we, do we see Johnny Gargano finally get that rash ring, so to speak? Okay. So, um, this is
1: just for me watching. I, I actually haven't seen the last two NXT, so I apologize. But uh, le- recently, if you've noticed, there's been this thing going on with Johnny Gargano's wife. Um, for some reason, I can't remember her name right now, and I feel like
0: no, I know what you're talking I'm about. I you
1: down. Um, but but baby girl can work. Baby girl can work. Um, but they've been pushing her and Shayna Baszler getting into it a lot behind the scenes. Uh, getting into it like little scuffles behind the scenes, um, and what I honestly think is happening is, is they are going to try to push, and and it may be, it may be great, it may be great, um, but they're going to push the Gargano and his wife. Candice LeRae is the name you're looking for. Yeah, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. Appreciate that. Appreciate no that. No problem, man. Sorry, I didn't have my iPad. No, dude, just... that's that's what we're here for.
0: That's what we're yeah, here for. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. Uh, they call me the unprofessional professional, so <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, anyway. Um, but, yes, basically, Candice LeRae, she's been having these scuffles with Shayna. And right now, you know that Tommaso Ciampa, everywhere he goes, Gargano is going to be part of that story. So I thought that it was a great way to give Tommaso Ciampa the championship. But any time that they made that happen, it seems like that every time the WWE always goes the same route. If the person wins the title because of someone else, they end up losing it to that person that they wanted because of at some point down the yeah. line. So to me, it seems like that we're gonna get Candice LeRae and uh, Johnny Gargano as the champions at the same time, and it's probably gonna be a shift from the heel champions to the face champions. Yeah, and 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 then there's gonna be one of the call ups. Um, to be honest, I think I hate to say it. I feel like that Johnny Gargano. Is more of a two zero five live cat than he is a main roster person. And to be honest with you, I don't think that Candice LeRae needs to go to the top roster at all.
0: Well, Not you mentioned Gar- you thought Gargano was a two zero five live guy. What about Champa? Do you think Champa going to Champa will be able to make it on the main roster? I,
1: I think that his gimmick could make it. It's just that I don't think that. I mean, Champa looks good. He looks good. He looks. His work is good. He's always clean, and every bump that he's taken, being on the concrete, being on mats, being on the ring, being on the exposed wood, it's always been flat, always been clean. Um, and, and this is this kind of makes me segue back to the championship match. This is a last-man-standing match. My question is, are Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano going to push it so far to the point where they've run out of so many spots that they can do that aren't considered too dangerous to the point where one of them gets hurt trying to show us how well they work together? Because That's a good question. Yeah, When, 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 all, the, when all of it's said and done, I mean, I used to work. I wrestled. I wrestled against Dwight the Clown at Temple Mall back in the day, man. Like, I, 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 I've done this. I've been there. I've taken those bumps. But I've never had the chemistry that those two have. And when you have that kind of chemistry, things just work right. But what happens if one time it doesn't? Yep.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the fact that first of all, Champa is the best heel in the business. Um, oh my next god. To, next to maybe Chris Jericho when Chris oh Jericho was full heel. Um, I I think uh, that chemistry that he has with Gargano uh, definitely helps the way he looks and helps him look even better than maybe he is. Um, confession: I have not gotten to see the NXT Championship match in which he beat Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, the you, you mentioned that Candice LeRae um, and and Gargano becoming champion at the same time. I think you, um, I think you might be onto something. Um, I, I think we might get an inadvertent uh, uh, interference uh, with the championship match. I think Candice LeRae inadvertently. Uh, takes out Johnny Gargano to help Tommaso Ciampa retain uh, so that we will eventually get a mixed match tag team match, Mm -hmm. maybe NXT TakeOver uh, for Survivor Series, maybe NXT TakeOver uh, during the weekend Royal Rumble. We get championship matches between Baszler and LeRae and the last time ever, Ciampa and Gargano. If Gargano loses, he leaves NXT again, kind of like they've always already done that gimmick. And maybe they both do
1: uh-huh. more. Um, I got one for here. you. No, go I got ahead. one for you. I got one for you. And I, I hate to cut you off, but you, you put me on to something that I called you about. If you remember back in a, a, back, probably a couple of weeks ago, I said something about Tommaso Ciampa and Shayna Baszler becoming a, a, a heel stable
0: Yeah, with he the did.
1: titles. Okay, And you look at how they're pushing. They're pushing the Johnny Gargano and Candle LeRae. you know, pushing for them to be in the title picture. Now, all this time, Tommaso Ciampa has looked like the bad guy, the bad guy, the bad guy. He's played the heel so well. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, but when you look at it, what if Tommaso Ciampa has really been the good guy the entire time? Yeah. What if? What if? At the moment, like you said, at the moment that Johnny Gargano could win, Candice LeRae comes out and makes sure that he does. And then Johnny Gargano comes out during the Shayna Baszler match later on and makes sure that she wins. And then all of a sudden, you've got a battle between heel, like heel mixed tag teams, like you said. Yeah. And just imagine how far that could run. You're you know? right. And, and give you quality stuff. Like, like I said, Kenneth LeRae is kind of meh, you know, and I don't think she's ready to go there. But... Maybe this is the push that they need to be working with two people that have that chemistry that could teach them how to carry. Because when you look at the main roster, the reason why the women's divisions are working the way that they are is because of the chemistry between the people that are on those rosters. Yep. You know, so and I mean that's just me, you know, shooting in the dark. But well, you know, we yeah. got other stuff to get to. I apologize.
0: No, don't <laughs> apologize, man. Um, no, I think first of all, I think we're gonna get a really good match in the championship match this weekend. Um, yeah. I I don't know how long they can they can continue this rivalry. Uh, there's there's too much talent on the NXT roster for it to just be Gargano Ciampa every single night, every single right. over. So um, you know, maybe this is maybe this is the last match for a while, uh, and they have Champa feud with some other people. Maybe Gargano feud with a couple other people, and then come back. Uh, you know, especially when Aleister Black comes back. Um, but again, the NXT Championship match, Last Man Standing, we should see some really cool stuff. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to preview uh, SummerSlam this Sunday. And, um, and later on oh, yeah. in the show, we are going to do some preview of uh, the so far uh, what we've seen in fantasy football and uh, review some of our, our uh, fantasy leagues from last year and kind of move on from there. So stay tuned. Yeah, we'll, you know. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BRBT podcast. Uh, it's your guy, Bully Rye, here. Uh, with big text once again, big text. How you hearing me on your end? Good and clear, brother. All clear. All righty. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to get through this final segment in which we are going to preview uh, SummerSlam 2018. Uh, I, I I apologize to the audience listening for some of the uh, the audio dropping in and out uh, during our first uh, couple of segments um again we're we're testing this out for the first time so we're having a few technical di- difficulties um if you want to reach us and tell us anything that you want us to hear uh hear us talk about you can reach us on twitter at brbt podcast uh or you can email us at brbt podcast at com. so yeah, that-
1: suggestions also you know uh don't be afraid to you know let us know you know some tricks of the trade you know don't uh don't just send us all the hate mail. I mean, we want haters, but you know what I'm saying. Don't, yeah, don't just yeah. send us the hate mail.
0: Yeah. So, um, without further ado, let's hop into uh, the SummerSlam card. Uh, we're going to do a quick off, uh, just pick them straight. Uh, we're, we're just going to pick winners and losers of the kickoff show uh, in the interest of saving time. Um, so, uh, the Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas uh, and Selena Vega, who you got, Big text. Even though they bore me to death, I'm going to pick a uh, Rusev and Lana. I am going to go the other way. I think that they are about to attach a jet pack to Andrade Cien Almas. So I think we're going to see them go over Rusev and Lana uh, this weekend. Um, how about the raw tag team championship match between the B team and the revival who hey, you got big Tex?
1: To be honest with you, I, th- I hope
0: the B team pulls
1: it out, man. Uh, they've, they played second fiddle to a lot of people for a long, long time, you know, his name, the B team. So um, I hope that they, you know, they get to hold the titles for a little bit longer. Uh, You know, DIY is going to give them, you know, a, you know, I'm I'm sorry, the revival, my bad. Uh, The -hmm. revival is going to give them like this real, you know, blue collar work ethic. And uh, they've always brought you good, clean wrestling. Um, I just don't think that they have the pop and sizzle to be the raw tag team champions just yet. So I think the B team is going to keep it um, on their waist for now.
0: I will disagree with you here again. I think the Revival uh, was all set for a monster push when they got caught up after WrestleMania last year. Um, I think injuries uh, caused that to go back. Um, I I think we're going to see a title change here in the Revival, taking the tag team championships and replacing what – uh, what the bar was on Raw for so long. Um, our last match on the kickoff show is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. I personally think Cedric Alexander is not going to drop this title for quite some time. Uh, perhaps if Neville ever returns, he might be able to challenge for it. What say you, Big Tex? Um,
1: geez, man. I, I really hope that Cedric Alexander keeps it. Um, and you know, it, it, it's it's just because of you know, it just seems like it's it looks good on him. It, it looks like he carries being champion well. Um, when it comes to Drew Gulak, man, I I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's like shades of
0: oh, man.
1: I I I don't know.
0: Like he I'd just, relate drew Gulak to a better talking Dean Malenko if I had to, if I had to go with you on something
1: I would I would go even less than that like you know it, it, he even comes out like in the boxing attire kind of like a Ken Shamrock used to you know it, it's just and I'm not comparing him to Ken Shamrock don't get me wrong but but it, it's just I don't know man like I just don't he doesn't seem like he's ready for the title just yet just because he's got the backing of a couple of people doesn't mean. He's ready to carry the championship. You know, if anybody needs to have the championship right now, it should be Mustafa
0: Ali that should be challenging for it. Um, I mean, I think, he, I think they've got bigger plans, especially after 205 Live from this past week, saying that they're keeping him uh, out of action for his own good. I can't believe NXT, or I'm sorry, I can't believe 205 Live is, um, or WWE for that matter. Is running a, a semi-concussion storyline uh, to keep Mustafa Ali out of action, but I'm with you. I think he's the the closest to an actual uh, contender. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I I I think I think we're we're on we're in agreement here that Cedric Alexander <laughs> is going to hold on to this title until somebody can come up and actually, uh, actually contend and and be somewhat uh, entertaining. Uh, and 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 I, and and I hate to say this.
1: And I know I'm gonna get a whole bunch of heat for it, and please bring it. I'll put on the shades and the sunblock. You know what I'm saying? But uh, to be quite honest with you, I don't think it should be Leo Rush for a long time. Um, I, I just I don't feel like that the Leo Rush that we saw in the Indies and the Leo Rush that you see now they just seem like they are so few. They seem so far away from each other. Um, like he still has his quickness and. He's still popping off his little, you know, fancy moves or whatnot, you know, his signatures. But beyond that, the gimmick is is weak. Like he he he's like a. He's Sasha Banks.
0: <laughs> That's actually a really good comparison. So he's I Sasha was, Banks. I was in the audience this past week at 205 Live. Uh, oh, man, don't,
1: don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. So um,
0: so I, I got to see I I got to see Leo Rush um, in person. I'll be honest, the crowd uh, was ready for the how I, I don't know if you call it the house show main event or the dark match main event. Um, but I feel like that's the hook that they get the audience to stay for two oh five live because it really and again, you're in Greenville, South Carolina. If you don't know the area, it's it's the south. So you can imagine the, the audience that was there. Um, but just, <laughs> they, they just didn't seem invested in, in 205 Live. Uh, we ran into somebody on the way out the door. Uh, the dark match main event, side note, was uh, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Nakamura versus the club, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. And uh, we walked out. The, uh, it, that dark match main event lasted all of five minutes exactly what you would expect uh, from a Dark Match main event after 205 Live. And the exact quote that someone said as they walked past this was, well, that's one way to con everybody into staying for 205 Live. So I feel, I feel as if um, 205 Live would probably get a little better viewership if they didn't have it on after SmackDown. Um, yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying to bump SmackDown back to, uh, to, to start at 9 o'clock. Um, but I just I feel again I feel like they're they're on the right track with their cruiserweights compared, comparative to where they were when they were trying to compete with the WCW cruiserweight division or even when they brought the championship uh, with the uh, invasion angle. Um, but I, I still feel like there's room to improve. There is, there is. It's unfortunate that Cedric Alexander is here during that time where they're they they need to do something to get viewership and interest up um, because Cedric Alexander is such a, is such an athlete. Um, but well, I digress. I, I think they're, they're, they're moving in the right direction. So uh, it'll be exciting to see where they go uh, from uh, the, the SummerSlam pre-show match with um, Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. And hopefully they can get some cruiserweights in here that can be entertaining and athletic and and everything that we're, we're so used to seeing with the cruiserweight division.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I I think that, I think that like, just to touch on it one more time real quick. uh, I I feel like that when you look at 205 live with it being after SmackDown, it makes it seem like it's basically the B team. So, yeah. So if if you're going to, if you're going to put them on the B team snod, which is, this is not the way I feel about them at all. And I apologize because my chocolate lab will not leave me alone right now. That's okay. Uh, but uh, when you look at two oh five live, I look at them like a superstars or a in your house type deal. Where maybe maybe they would do like don't keep them that late at night where nobody's gonna watch it. Uh put it on like a Saturday morning. Um like you it's know it, a really good it, idea. Like, like put it on a Saturday morning or, or bring us back Sunday night heat. You know what I'm saying? Like like give us one of those shows and put them on a time where they're not having to contend with anyone. If you what just is- watch all of SmackDown, two or five live is not going to seem fun after that. What does the network
0: have scheduled on Thursday nights? Oh, geez, man, we'd have to figure that out. I I don't even. Uh... They've got NXT on now. Again, this will all be this would all be affected uh, based on pay per views later on. But even moving the 205 live show to uh, say Wednesdays before NXT or Wednesdays after NXT. Yeah.
1: well, both of them be an hour long? Yeah.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, they just, I just share a night and not battle. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, even, even filming the, the cruiserweights in uh full at Full Sail University, I think they could, they could, again, it's just poor execution. Um, we could, we could probably talk about this for, for an entire, an entire show um but we'll uh, we'll go ahead um in the interest of time and we're yeah. going to go ahead and move on to the main show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the first sure. uh, the first show uh the first match listed, I think I think it'll be an a open and shut conversation is the US Championship Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Um rumors swirling around that Jeff Hardy uh is injured and is planning on taking some time off in the very near future. I, I think we see a, a, a simple open and shut case. Shinsuke retains. Uh, how do you feel about it, Big Tex? Um, oh man, this is going to be hard for me to
1: say. And uh, our buddy Will Will uh, Will Smith ain't gonna be happy about this. But That's uh, right. I, I I'm a Hardy Boy fan, man, and I I I couldn't have marked out harder in Orlando at WrestleMania when you know the Hardy Boys showed up for the you know the tag team championship match, the ladder match, and it just. Oh man, I couldn't have marked out better, but uh Jeff just ain't Jeff no more, man. It's it's almost like when Chris Tucker was talking about Michael Jackson or or I'm sorry, uh not that not him, but um somebody was talking about Michael Jackson. <laughs> Oh man, excuse me, man. Yeah, yeah, I just choked no, on yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I was choked on whole breath uh, just now. <laughs> no, uh, I, I
0: think I think uh, you're on the you're, you're you and I kind of agree. He's I just you know slow. More,
1: he's it's like
0: well Michael it's, Jackson it's couldn't spin as fast, you know. It, it it's yeah. just, and it's not just Jeff. Matt Hardy, you could tell uh, Yeah. again rumors circulating, it seems like Matt Hardy might be on his way out of out of active uh, performing. Um, I mean, the type of of wrestling they did for so many years clearly took uh, uh, took its toll on 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 their bodies. Yeah, because you think about Matt
1: Hardy, he's been hobbling around like that since back when he used to be in the WWE. He's never been a real fluid runner. He's always been real stiff, and I think it's just from the work he's put in. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. I apologize to everyone out there, man. I just (laughs) choked a moan. Oh, my goodness. Choked a moan breath about died, but uh, we're, we're still rolling, though.
0: Yeah, so so yeah, I think we're on the same page. I think, uh, again, Jeff Hardy's about to take some time off to try to recuperate and make one last final run. Um, so I think we both agree that Shinsuke is, is more than likely going to retain. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just interested to see who they're going to pit up against Shinsuke for the U.S. title moving forward on SmackDown Live. Uh, next up, we've got the triple threat uh, for the women's championship on SmackDown Live, Carmella. Uh, Money Mella, so to speak, uh, the, the from Queen City, Charlotte Flair, and the last kicker, Becky Lynch. Uh, big Tex, who got taken the SmackDown Women's Championship from SummerSlam? Oh, man. Um, I, I will say it in two parts. I
1: hope that Becky Lynch wins it, but I think that nine times out of ten, either Carmella's going to keep it or Charlotte's going to pull it off of her. Um, I just feel like that every time Becky Lynch gets in a situation where she can win the championship, they always make her drop, you know, drop to somebody. She's either taking the pin or she's either taking like such a beating the whole time that she's laying on the outside, you know, edging it out for a little while, uh, for all those hard marks out there. Um, it, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like that it's either going to be Carmella that's going to retain it. Uh, maybe she'll get some outside of interference or something like that. There ain't no telling. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't know. But I, I feel like that with Charlotte taking the time off that she did and Charlotte being the person that's carried for so long, I feel like that the only person she should drop it to out of the two would be, you know, she. it would be Charlotte. I just don't think they give Becky the love that she needs.
0: Yeah, I think what we're going to get out of this, and, and again, this is just, just my personal opinion, uh, I think we're going to get a Charlotte Flair victory. Um, I, I don't think we're going to get I, I – first of all, Charlotte went over uh, Oscar and WrestleMania, as everyone knows. If you didn't know, that's a spoiler. Uh, but it's been a few months since WrestleMania. I, I think uh, – I was completely with
1: comfortable with that too. Completely yeah. comfortable with it.
0: So I think, uh, again, if, if you weren't aware, Charlotte had surgery to repair a ruptured uh, enhancement, if we want to call it that. Um, so I, I, she was out of action for a little while. I don't think they ever wanted Charlotte to get away from the title picture. Uh, Becky Lynch has been this, uh, this underdog Rocky Balboa. I think she even mentioned that sort of uh, scenario on SmackDown, uh, recently. Um, I've got this weird feeling that, uh, we're going to see a situation between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, similar to what we saw with AJ Styles and Nakamura's uh, heel turn in WrestleMania. I think we're going to see Charlotte uh, somehow overcome maybe pushing Becky out the way to take out Carmella or, um, you know, I, I think Charlotte's going to take the victory. Becky is going to be in the ring kind of congratulating her. And then Wait, I hold think on. Gonna- Time out.
1: Time out. Wait. Before you say it, are you about to give us a wrestling hot take? Uh, If you want to call call it that. Okay. Okay. First hot take of our podcast. Get it.
0: I've got a feeling that we're going to see a Becky Lynch heel turn at SummerSlam.
1: Oh, man. I would love it. I knew that was where you were headed with it. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope.
0: I just, I think she's been a, she's been a baby face for so long. Um, And she's got, you know, again, we've talked about she's, she's had to fight. They haven't given her any love. Um, I've got a feeling she's going to turn that into Charlotte weasel her way into the title match. Um, This was supposed to be my title match, and she weaseled her way into it. So I just have this feeling we're going to see a Becky Lynch heel turn at SummerSlam, although we're going to get a new women's champion in Charlotte. Um, I'm with it. I'm with it. And then, I mean,
1: I think that the Charlotte and Becky Lynch, they've been working well together ever since their days of NXT. So yeah. I think that whatever match they do put on, it will be solid. It will be a good championship match. And I hate to say it, Carmella. All those people can hate all they want to, but yo, man, her her gimmick she, and the way she rolls and the way she rocks she's it, it, off. it 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 you can't fight it. You can't yeah. fight it.
0: She's definitely pulling off a really good heel. Oh, um, very true. But yeah, I uh, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I, you know, we, we, again, we could talk about the situation in the women's division in WWE for, for an entire show. You know, we definitely uh, need know, to get on that,
1: especially with the women's revolution stuff
0: happening now. Yeah. Get I, on you that. Know, especially because we could talk about the potential for a women's tag team division. Um, so if they're, if they're leaning that way, why would you turn Becky, Becky heel when she and Flair, she and Charlotte could, you know, be a tag team? But that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about SummerSlam we can talk yep, yep. about women, the women's revolution later on. Uh, the next matchup is probably the one that I am most excited to see. It has been a long time in the making. Uh, this guy, neither one of these guys were in Greenville for SmackDown live, which I was extremely disappointed in because I've never seen uh, one of them wrestle in person. Um, it is the matchup between Daniel Bryan and the Miz. Uh big techs. I've got, I've, I've got the Miz going over, only because I don't feel like they're going to make this robbery a one-off. I think they're going to let the Miz get the upper hand. I feel like they're going to they're you know he's going to continue to be this this fabulous heel. I know we talked in the NXT part in the the NXT segment about Champa being the the biggest the best heel in the business outside of uh, Chris Jericho. On the main roster, the Miz is about as, as, as good of a heel as you're going to get. Um, and I, I feel like they're going to let him go over, whether he does it with a shortcut or whatever the case is. But this is this is going to build up to something even bigger than the SummerSlam match. How do you, how you feel about it? I feel like that
1: you're onto something. Um, I feel like that this has been something in the making for a long time. And, you know, with all the shots, all the pot shots that have been taken between the two of them, you know, or, uh, you know, the way the Miz has said little subtle things, the way that Miz changed his his entire move set to basically, you know, I mean, and honestly and truly is paying homage to Daniel Bryan. Let's be honest. You know, why would you not want to, you know, give love to an icon that you thought would not be able to wrestle anymore? But you know, when when you sit down and look at it, I, I feel like that the Miz and Daniel Bryan will be epic. I feel like it'll be good, clean work. All your spots are gonna be clean. Because one thing that Miz has is he has a fantastic track record when it comes to working with other people. He does yep. not get people hurt. So why would you not want someone like Daniel Bryan who has the injuries that he's had before, why would you not want to put him in the ring with somebody that you know that every man that he's been in the ring with has always treated them with the utmost respect and kept their safety you know, at the top of his game? So – I just I'm just so excited to see what's to come. I, I wanna see this go to five, maybe six different matches where you know the Miz is always just kinda getting away. It'll be like a, a Tom and Jerry type thing where it's gonna be real fun. It's gonna be funny, it's gonna be it's gonna have its pop, it's gonna have its sizzle, you know, and, and then there's also gonna be their extra pieces. Because you know, Miz always has to have something extra. You know, yeah. that's what he that's why he calls himself the A lister, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I I'm so excited to see this finally happened, and I hope that they give it the push that it needs because this could be something on the lines of like a Triple H and Shawn Michaels, uh, where you know the people that have that have basically built their careers off of each other, working together, you know, on the same side or against each other. And and I think that once again with the the, the adaptation of the Daniel Bryan move set, I feel like that the Miz was basically. Egging everyone on this whole time saying you guys don't even know this, but Daniel Bryan is on his way back. So, you know, just wait for this to happen. Just wait for this to happen. Now it's here.
0: Let's see I'll tell you up. what you mentioned you, you compared the the rivalry between Daniel Bryan and the Miz to Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I would I would even go a step further and maybe say something along the lines of I, I don't want to say stone cold on the rock because Daniel Bryan is definitely not a stone cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think Daniel, we you, we try to compare wrestlers to other wrestlers in the past as to who they might have, you know, who do they best resemble. And right. I, first, before I get on the subject of The Miz, because there's a lot I can say about The Miz, <laughs> Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan. I don't think there's ever been quite the superstar that Daniel Bryan is to make, have that come up that he did um, where they literally had to alter their plans for the first time in a long time to accommodate the push that Daniel Bryan was getting from the fans, not from the back, but from the fans. Um, as far as the Miz goes, I think uh, the Miz, I, I think you need to really look back a lot of, of, so-called marks um, that still don't have any love for the Miz. If you go back to his where he started, not just in the real world, but when he came in through Tough Enough and went through that whole, whole ordeal and kind of started off, the, the way he started off to where he is now, he deserves more love than he gets. And I, I think a lot of people, again, in our wrestling group on Facebook, Suplex City, um, there's a lot of people that have been won over by the Miz.
1: Yeah, shout out and to Suplex City, man. Suplex Abner City, life. everybody that's part of that, man. We uh, yeah. let's keep this WrestleMania roll going, bro.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, I think the Miz, um, the Miz deserves a monster push as well. But yes. again, you know, they talk about it all the time. Everybody can't get a push. Um, so I, again, I, I think we're going to see the Miz go over at SummerSlam. I, I would love to see Daniel Bryan go over, um, but either way, I think we're going to get a really good, good grudge match between Daniel Bryan and the Miz at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: The next match on the card, and again, they, these this, this card is going to be subject to change. They don't it doesn't have to go in this particular order, but in the list that I've got in front of me, Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. Big Tex, give me your thoughts on this matchup. Oh man, uh. Personal feelings aside, um,
1: I hope that Dolph Ziggler pulls this off. Um, I am a huge Ziggy Mark. Uh, I've loved Dolph for so long, even since he was with, you know, with Cheer Squad, man. Uh, Like, he's he's been, you know, back in the day when he was doing all that, man, it it just felt like that, you know, you would never see this cat again. But to see him grow over the years and and to see – his character change and his when when he came back as a heel, it, it just seems like the heel is always what gets people over. Yeah. And, and 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 when he came back as a heel with Big E and won the championship and you know got the money in the bank and stuff, it, it was just like, whoa, Dolph Ziggler is on the rise. That
0: and pop we got when he won the world title on Raw yeah. was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it, it was fantastic. But then here you go with. Uh, and I hate to bring this up, but like people like think about the basketball player, Brandon Roy, with all those knee injuries, Dolph Ziggler kept getting concussions, man. And, and when you, when you, when you sell the way that he does and and you take those hard licks and you try to go strong style, it, it, it it pays, you pay a price, you pay a price. So, so when you look back at it, talking about like, we touched on Daniel Bryan again, you gotta, you gotta hear about the stories about Daniel Bryan and, 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 one of his friends uh, back in the day, like they were headbutting like the metal poles and actually taking those to the face. You know what I'm saying? Rather mm-hmm. than you know, you know, preparing for it the correct way. So I feel like that this is going to be a great match. I feel like that Seth Rollins is the same way as Dolph Ziggler is. The minute that they get going, the minute that 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 meteor starts to take off, the minute that rocket ship flies off, something pops, something breaks, something falls off. Uh, or, or you know, you know something happens where they have to, you know, derail the whole thing. Um, so, I hope that both of these men make it through it, through the match safely. Uh, first and foremost, um, I feel like that this is a good push for the Intercontinental Title. Um, and to be honest with you, I feel like that until McIntyre gets a belt on him too, that the whole Zoff and McIntyre angle is always going to seem a little short. So. Once again, I apologize if I went too far, but I, I also feel like – and this is my personal feelings coming back in. Uh, one of our homeboys, Will Smith, he actually met Seth Rollins uh, down when we were in Orlando. As and, did I. Yeah, and you too. Sorry, I apologize. No, I, I'm, I was going to get to it. I'm glad yeah, you it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I'll let you touch on that. I mean, it's not my story, so it's better to give it to the person that happened. But, you know, yeah, going off what y'all it. said, go ahead.
0: No, I, I think he hit a couple things. First of all, uh, Dolph Ziggler is – Probably the closest thing to a hybrid between Shawn Michaels and Mr. Perfect we'll ever see. Um, he's always been a solid worker, but the injuries obviously held him back. Yes. Um, you mentioned him and McIntyre. Until McIntyre gets a belt, it's always going to come short. I feel like uh, – I feel like they're – you can tell throughout his career, Dolph Ziggler has tried to mimic Shawn Michaels. And I feel like Drew McIntyre is his diesel and yes. i still I, I think that uh putting a tag team title on the two of them wouldn't be a bad idea um, but yeah it's uh i think they're heading in the right direction especially if ziggy is going to um is going to keep up uh, you know keep up this momentum you keep mentioning our, our boy will smith uh he is the owner and operator of 123 pins oh yeah uh, force marks by smarks Um, his web address is one, two, three pins.us. Um, he's not sponsoring the show or anything, but he puts out some really, really really good quality, quality pins and other collectibles. Check him out. If you don't get if if you get a chance to one, two, three pins.us I, um, big text, you started talking on it. Uh, in Orlando, we came across, uh, Seth Rollins, uh, after a party thrown by Kevin Nash, um, now there's 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 more a little more sto- more to the story that I, I don't I don't feel is, is necessary to go into. One yeah. of the people we were with on his way to pick up his car from the from the uh, from the concierge or from from the what do you call when somebody picks up your car um, when oh, you drop off the valet? Bar. Yeah, the, he went to pick his car up from the valet, and uh, on his way he ran into Seth Rollins. Uh, we didn't see him, him interact with Seth Rollins, but the next thing you know, we're all of us are outside, and there's a picture of our friend uh, with uh, Seth Rollins um, on his on his Facebook page. We happen to look up, and there he is. So he was with his family and made eye contact with a couple of us. And you can see him kind of get the feeling like, "Oh God, here we go, a bunch of marks um, trying to talk to us." Well, one of our friends decided to go up and 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 not ask for a picture or anything, but. His exact words to, to and I'll call him I'll call him by his non kayfabe name Colby. He went up to Colby and said, "Hey man, I don't mean to bother you." And the story has it that Colby looked at him and says, "Well, you kind of are." Or or then well why don't why you don't know no, what was the words what were the words he said? Um, well then don't I think was his exact response. And our friend said, "I was just going to tell you good luck tomorrow." And this is his big comeback after his injury wrestling. Uh, Triple H at WrestleMania—it just kind of rubbed us the wrong way. So a lot of us yeah, have man. a lot of us have uh, bad personal feelings to- towards uh, real name Colby Lopez. I give him the same respect that I give uh, Phil Brooks, uh, aka CM Punk, uh, for my own reasons. That again, we could do a whole show on. Um, I—it'll I, be interesting to see from a wrestling standpoint how. Uh, Seth Rollins is going to interact now that Dean Ambrose is back and in his corner, there are rumors floating around that Dean Ambrose is going to turn heel, if not at SummerSlam at some point on Seth Rollins. So I'm curious to see uh, how that interaction is going to go uh, with, with Dean having been out for as long as he has, has been, I, I don't see Ziegler dropping the title to Seth Rollins right here. Um, I, I just, I, it's just a gut feeling. I think we're going to see Ziggler retain, and we're going to continue on from here.
1: Yeah, I, I want to I see him retain, but uh, one, one thing I just like, just picture this real quick. Just take a moment and close your eyes and look at Drew McIntyre and imagine him with the title around his waist. Just imagine he was, him. He would I look love, fantastic yeah. as champion.
0: I loved McIntyre in his first run in WWE, And then they buried him in 3MB, and next thing you know, he's been released from the company, makes his name again, or builds momentum back in what crappy time it was in Impact Wrestling or TNA, whatever it was at the time. He came back to NXT to a huge pop. I've always been a big fan of of, of, of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. I wish we could get his, I wish we could get his old theme music back cuz that Shoot. music was hard. Well, um, you know, I'm
1: I'm tripping when I think about that because when you bring up 3 B, man, uh, so you're telling me that, you know, Drew McIntyre and um, oh my goodness, his name is Ajene uh, Mahal, Mahal. You are telling me that the two of them they got the memo. What happened to uh your boy uh god, I can't even remember his name. The one He Slater. He uh, Slater there
0: he is. The Pete one that's Slater working was for he- his kids, you know.
1: Why did not he, he the, get the
0: memo? He was the only one that got got retained by WWE. He was part of the first SmackDown Live tag team champions with Rhino, and you don't even see him on TV anymore. But Jinder Mahal nope. is a former WWE champion. Uh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre has got a huge storyline with with Dolph Ziggler. He was an NXT champion. Yeah, I don't know what's happened with with Heath with. Uh, with with good old Heath Slater, uh right. the Wendy, Wendy's girl herself. Um <laughs> but, but, but I digress. Let's move That's all on. Good. To, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the money in the bank uh contract on the line between uh Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens. i am in a couple of fantasy football leagues where Braun Strowman is the is the uh influence for their team names. Um I tell you what, man. There's not a better big man in the business than Braun Strowman right now. Um, and I'm as much as I like Kevin Owens as a heel as well, I, there's, I don't see there's any way that Strowman loses this match to Kevin Owens. Uh, it, it
1: can't. It, it won't happen. Um, barring it, I don't even know what to say barring towards, to be honest. Um, you know, Strowman is on such a roll that uh, it just wouldn't seem right. I mean, uh, shout out to Kevin Owens for taking that bump off the top of the cage. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people ain't saying that out loud, but you know, hey, well, you know, it, it's a reason why it's been so many years since somebody has done it. You know what I'm saying? So yep. uh, I really, I really appreciate him taking that bump and putting. Because I mean, even though Strowman was over, that whole choke slam or that whole toss off the top of the cage, that put him even more over. It, it yep. made his meteor bigger. It's it his, his stars out brighter, um, but I feel like that they're wasting time. On Strowman getting to the title, Um it, it it it's like it's like you continue to force feed us this Roman Reigns vibe, and I just want to apologize to all the listeners and YouTube bully. I want to make sure everybody understands out there that I'm not trying to make this run wrong, but I feel like that when it comes to wrestling, that there's always so much backstory that you have to include, and there's always so much more that you have to include when you talk about it to make sure that everyone understands what you're saying. So. When I say this, I I don't mean this in the wrong way. Roman Reigns, I'm starting to grow on him. His work is starting to get better. He's starting to improve. Um, However, I don't need to be force-fed him anymore.
0: Uh, Here's – I'm glad you brought up Roman Reigns because we're going to segue from the Braun Strowman match to the Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the championship match. Yeah, Um, yeah. Good segue. Yeah, I think, uh, again – when you're wrestling the best of the best, night in and night out, like they're making Roman do, uh, you're bound to improve. Yep. I still think I still think his character's stale. I still think uh, his personality is trash. Um, I, I just I think Roman Reigns could be a star. If they repackage them properly And that's what everybody that, that has a knock on, on Roman Reigns is saying Well I is don't even think, think it has with, to
1: be with repackaging Though
0: and, and just fill me on
1: this For a minute not to interrupt but just Fill me on this I, imagine If Roman Reigns actually had Somebody to interact with
0: You if, mean like a team partner or like No a consistent, no
1: I'm talking about If Brock Lesnar was actually there
0: No if Roman no. Reigns
1: th- This is the thing even even though Brock Lesnar doesn't even talk for himself, even if it's Paul Heyman talking for Brock Lesnar, it would be much more believable, much more menacing, much more engaging if Roman Reigns was actually engaged with the person that he's always trying to act like he's better than.
0: He's, he was engaged. He was engaged for months with Braun Strowman. He was engaged in robberies with Seth Rollins. Well, then why didn't
1: well, they put the strap on one of them? That's what I'm we, saying. They. They have, and this is more not this is more me mad at Brock than anything else. But if Roman Reigns and and I was one of the first haters of Roman Reigns because I was like, don't force feed me, me this BS. But when you look at it, if Roman Reigns actually at all these times would have actually been in the ring with Brock Lesnar or with someone that was actually there, and they had time to interact, gain some charisma with each other, build the storyline better. You can't build a storyline with somebody that you see every three months.
0: So, as much as I agree that I would have liked to see Brock Lesnar more, I have to disagree because Roman's had rivalries with other people. He had a rivalry with, with uh, Bobby Lashley. And it was, it, was a, it was a car wreck with both of them in the ring on the mic at the same time. Of course I just, it I, was. But I mean... I, I, the best thing that could happen in this match is for Paul Heyman to, to cost Brock Lesnar the match. And, and help Roman Reigns win the Universal Championship. However, um, kind of, I guess I don't know how you get reverse segue. Um, I, I feel that this a Universal Championship match is going to end with a Brock Lesnar win because he's being advertised as being on Raw the following evening. And I think he's going to be on Raw, either announcing that he's taking the Universal title with him to the UFC, um, or we're going to see Braun Strowman cash in uh, as as early as as early as Sunday night and as late as Monday night, I if would,
1: um, if that's going to happen, I would I would literally be ecstatic if Braun Strowman cashed in Sunday night because then it would it would stop everyone from feeling so yeah. disjointed. Because honestly and truly, the biggest title in the entire WWE does not get seen on television.
0: Yeah, and that is he's supposed to be the biggest champion on on on, on in the company. Right. He's supposed to be, but yeah, no, I, 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 you, your, your sentiments equal that of of a lot of of big wrestling fans that are that are out there right now. They want to see the champion on TV. Uh, everybody's grown weary of Brock Lesnar. He showed up and 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 basically challenged uh, Daniel Cormier um, to a fight in the UFC. Uh, we could do another show about that too because I'm one oh, of yeah. the. I'm one of the few people who believe Brock Lesnar can beat up uh, Daniel Cormier, um, but, but I digress. I think we're going to see a Brock Lesnar win come Sunday, um, and, and we're going to see a Braun Strowman cash in before the week is up.
1: They're going to um, get the same reaction that they always do. The who the do you have to booze. You uh, think
0: Brock Lesnar or you think Roman Reigns is going to take it? Uh, or who would you like to see take it?
1: To be honest, I'd like to see Braun Strowman show up and cash in, and cash in and win. So I, I what I think will happen is Roman Reigns is going to get thrown around by Brock Lesnar, probably for about ten minutes, and yep. then Roman Reigns is going to give us like five, six minutes of the same choreographed moves that he does. You know, he's going to kind of John Cena it for about five minutes, yep. and then he's going to end up missing. Brock Lesnar is going to capitalize. But Brock Lesnar is going to be distracted by something. Probably by, this is what I think will happen. Hot take of the night. SummerSlam right. is going to be the unveiling of the new Paul Heyman guy. It'll be fucked. Uh, it'll be, I almost said a bad word, so you might have had to. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I you did. I stopped myself. I apologize. Good for you. See, yes, I did. I work with kids, and I have to make sure that I watch myself. That's so funny. But anyway, I, what will happen, 9 times out of 10, and this is a hot take, the new Paul Heyman guy will be Braun Strowman. Ooh, I like it. And he, yes. when he cashes in, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, Paul Heyman laughing either on the screen or standing in the ring. Braun Strowman is gonna be standing in the ring, and it's gonna be Lesnar laying in waste and Roman Reigns laying in waste. And it, I, like I, I want to see it end like that.
0: That would be incredible. That's a, a nice hot take. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to see. So you've got you've got Strowman cashing in, and I've got Lesnar winning and Strowman cashing in at some point. Uh, let's yeah. run through let's run through uh, the next couple of matches relatively quickly, uh, in the interest of saving time. Yeah, we've yeah. got the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, just real quickly, who you got winning that match? Uh,
1: to be honest, I think it's about time for the New Day to get a title again. Uh, I think that they've paid enough for. Um, the little uh hijinks that was going on um with you know particular wrestlers and their uh video uh feeds. So um I think that they basically paid for that enough. Uh oh here are the puppies in the back.
0: Yeah, it is I what apologize. it is.
1: Hey, it happens, man. Life is life. Uh but I feel like that the new day needs these titles. Uh the the gimmick is still over. However, They've spent too much time losing to people and just being a gimmick. Now their in-ring prowess needs to match what they have as in fans and power base and stuff like that.
0: I'm personally ready to see the New Day win a tag team championship and the third member to win a singles championship. It's about um, that time
1: because there hasn't care. been a good stable in forever.
0: I don't care if, if it's – uh,
1: apologize. And I,
0: yeah, and I don't even care who it is that gets it. Um, I'd like to see Xavier Woods with the U.S. title and Biggie and and Kofi as tag team champions. Um, unfortunately, I don't see them winning the tag team championships. I, I see, first of all, I see the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, I see them either winning clean, or I see Sanity coming in, essentially causing the New Day the tag team costing them the tag team championship, mm-hmm. and maybe a coalition of the Bludgeon Brothers and Sanity. Um, to maybe combine them to one one big massive, crazy looking stable. Um, well,
1: that would be a yeah. mean supergroup. It would be. It would be. It would be.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just like I said, I, you you've got the New Day ready for another tag title. I don't. I just. I don't see it happening. So it's it's um, about
1: that time though, man. Yeah. It's just it's been too long. Like I mean, I'm tired of seeing them toss pancakes around.
0: Put yep. a title around yep. your
1: waist. Stop trying to be in Jamama. mama. Bring me a I'm title. Ready- you know I'm I mean? ready
0: for them to release a pancake batter like they did uh, their booty of cereal. Hey, um, you know it's on but, the way, Bubba. You know it's yeah. on the way. Uh, the next matchup we can go through relatively quickly, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I haven't liked the build up. I think it's been forced to get Finn Balor some TV time. I like the fact that Baron Corbin finally shaved his head because he looked like a moron um, with, like, the, the Hulk Hogan balding but with longer hair I honestly, as much as I like Finn Balor, I could care less about this match. If you had to pick a winner, I'd take Finn Balor. Who would you take, uh, Big Tex?
1: I I just want to say this to all of our balding men out there that have that Hulk Hogan, (laughs) Finn Balor. I mean, not Finn Balor, sorry. Baron Corbin, because Finn Balor's got a nice set of hair. Don't get it wrong. Um, But anyway, yeah, I want to say a shout-out to those guys. Uh, Don't you know that when your hair gets wet and you start sweating – that it looks like you have even more less hair than what you have when it's dry. So, although you're trying to make it seem like you have got these flowing locks after you got this helmet head, you got to make sure that you understand that it, it doesn't look any 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 sexier. Trust me, nobody yep. wants to see your hair wet. I mean, it just, just looks go like bald.
0: yeah, just go bald, just cut it off, just shave it, you, just shave it. You know what I'm saying? You're not, like, you're not pulling anybody. Everybody yeah, you're, knows you're going clean on top. You
1: know what I'm saying? And it's not like. When you go hang out at your homeboy's house, you have a couple beers watching football. Then he's going to braid your hair. You know what I'm saying? So why is your hair long like that? But, I mean, that's just me. I apologize. No, you're uh, good. But do Who, you uh, got, back Baron Corbin
0: it. or Finn Balor?
1: I honestly and truly wanted to be Finn Balor, but I feel like that Baron Corbin will probably get this win. I just feel like that Finn Balor's moveset is stunted when he goes against bigger opponents. Yep. And I think that that's, that's the reason why he's not the universal champion right now is because his moveset has not evolved to the point where I feel like if Finn Balor put on like another 20 pounds of muscle, he'd be fine as a universal champion. But I feel like that with him still being so small, I feel like that he is not built for that type of work. Just like with fantasy football, you got to be built for the workload that you're going to have to take on as a universal champion. I take that back as a universal champion. He may not have to have that type of workload coming off of Brock Lesnar, but you got to have that workload. you got to be that type of champion. And everybody hot wants take, to see a fighting champion.
0: Hot take preview. Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble in January. Just saying, if Finn Balor doesn't win the Royal Rumble, it'll be Daniel Bryan. But I've got this feeling that Finn Balor is going to win the Royal Rumble. It'll, it'll um, be about time.
1: It'll be about yeah, time. Yeah. It'll be about time.
0: Um, the other women's match that we've got on the card is Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship I think that they want to build up something big for Ronda Rousey for, for WrestleMania. I think I know she's planning on on sticking around for a while, but she was only signed to a one-year contract. I've got Ronda Rousey over Alexa Bliss for the for the Raw Women's Championship. What say you Big
1: Pex? Man, to be quite honest with you, I feel like that they need to keep it on Alexa Bliss, but I got a feeling that they may roll it, man, and they may give it to Ronda Rousey. And my biggest problem with her is that it's almost like having Nicolas Cage as a wrestler. You know how Nicolas Cage, every time that he acts in every movie that he does, he always has the exact same face. His happy face, sad face, his dog could have died. The world could have ended. And in plenty of the movies that he's been in, it's happened, and his face looks the same. With Ronda Rousey, when you look at her, the, the menacing... Like if she was in the Shayna Baszler gimmick, the Queen of Spades, it would be fierce. But with her feeding off of the you know the Rowdy Piper, Rowdy Ronzi Rowdy, I'm sorry, Rowdy Rousey, idea, it, it just doesn't seem legit. It it seems like a a really bad kayfabe, like a lowercase kayfabe. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's just not. It's not there. Um, but I feel like that her in ring work is still too raw for her to be a champion. To be honest, I would really, really rather watch Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax go longer, but I didn't hold really like that whole bullying thing,
0: which is touched on on one of our homies podcasts, also. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I like, I, I love Alexa Bliss. I think she's the best heel woman that, I mean, she and Carmella as a, as a, as a team. Uh, what I think would be better heel, a heel better heel tag team than the Iconics. Um, I really like Alexa Bliss. I like what she does. Outside of that, this is your life segment she did when I was at Monday Night Raw um, of, of months and months ago. I like what she does. Again, I just don't see her. I don't see her going over um, Ronda Rousey. At least if she does, it's not going to be clean. Yeah. Um, get a interference from say uh, Alicia Fox. Uh, get uh you know some some interference from uh Mickey james i don't anticipate Rhonda getting any help um, from, from poor uh poor natalie oh man yeah Nat- natalia losing her losing her father earlier this week i don't i i think that was that was part of the plan was to have Natalia either cost Rhonda the championship or uh, or help her defend against the people interfering. Um, I don't think we 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 can expect to see Natalia back in anytime soon, and this definitely wouldn't be the right time to try to turn her heel. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see. I think I think Ronda is going to take it, um, despite all the interference. I think Ronda going to take the championship, um, and we're going to go. You know, we're going to see that. So the the last match, which won't be in the main event, but it should be the main event for the first time in WWE. And this time for the WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. They put on some clinics in TNA, whether it be uh, tag team matches, uh, triple threat matches. Um, AJ Styles uh, and Samoa Joe were TNA's version of I don't know if you call it Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, or Austin and Rock, mm-hmm. or uh, Rick. Uh, I'm sorry, Randy Savage and Lex Luger. Uh, Sting and Ric Flair, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe was the rivalry that built TNA. AJ Styles talks about being the man that built SmackDown Live. Uh, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe built TNA. They were the heart and soul of TNA. I think they can still go. I think we're going to get a great match out of them. I don't think they're ready to take the title off of AJ Styles just yet. No, not Um, yet. Not yet. I think we're gonna get a good match uh, I, out of the two I,
1: agree. I agree, I agree. I feel like that the match is gonna be good no matter what. Um, one thing that that is very big. Uh, if a lot of people don't know this, I own a cheerleading gym in Charleston, South Carolina, C Three Cheer and Dance, home of the Royals. You know, we do competitive cheer gymnastics and stuff. And uh, one Shame of the, the things girl. that we. You know, yeah, shameless plug, my bad, you know, hey, but when you get <laughs> to you get to do that sometimes, yeah, you know. uh, but you know, when it, when it comes down to it, you look at it and you go, just mm-hmm. let me see, you know, what, let me see the best that I can get, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. when you, when you want the best that you can get, there has to be chemistry, There has to be structure. There has to be discipline. There has to be safety. There has to be so many different things. And, I I mean, that's just the one thing that you cry about the most, that everybody wants the most. And when when you look at it, when you look at the type of matches that we talked about, especially with NXT and and the chemistry of those players, when you have somebody that has this type of thing, think about this when Triple H thought about it. I'm bringing up AJ Styles. I need to bring Samoa Joe, too. And and whichever one come up first, vice versa, I don't remember which one came first, but when they both came, he knew that at some point, when they are in the title picture, the pedigree of matches that you're going to see. Although it may not be the main event, I am hoping that they put on the show that we're looking for. Uh, I think that Samoa Joe, no matter how out of shape my boy looks, the man can work. There's no question about it, man. There's no question. And AJ Styles has put on a bunch of good
0: shows, the, clinic after clinic after you, clinic. You know what I'm saying? He wrestles. whatever.
1: And I mean, I'm talking about all the way back to NJPW. You know what I'm saying? You can mm-hmm. look at all these matches, and he has chemistry with basically everyone that's in the ring with him. So this should not, this should not disappoint at all. Um, and, and I mean, they basically this is going to make up for the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match, however it, it, it its fruition is. Uh, this match is going to help you believe more in the men's title division. Uh, with the heavyweight championship versus the universal, I guess you could say. AJ Styles is
0: the best all-around wrestler that WWE has, and I think the next closest to him would be Daniel Ryan. I mentioned during the NXT talking when I, when I was mentioning not being a fan of EC3 that I wasn't a big fan of Samoa Joe. I'm still not a big fan of Samoa Joe. I love his interest music everywhere he 's gone he 's had really good interest music i don 't like his demeanor. I think that he uh i just i I feel like it 's forced even though it comes very natural to him. I still feel like he he 's over the top with the message he 's trying to convey, um, be it a promo or an interview I just some just not a fan. I know and I understand that there are more people that love Samoa Joe than there are guys like me who aren't fans. I know the guy can work. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest Samoa Joe fan out there. I'd I would love to see feel that. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think, I think we're going to see a really good match between these two. They put on great matches before. It'll be interesting to see. Everybody was begging for AJ Styles versus Nakamura. We get it at WrestleMania. It wasn't what everybody expected. Now we've seen AJ versus Nakamura how many times in WWE. Um, I just don't I, – I would hope I, that Samoa Joe and AJ Styles would not disappoint in the way that Nakamura and AJ Styles did. And there's no knock on AJ Styles. Yeah. No, Nakamura – in NXT Orlando in 2017, uh, the main event was Nakamura and, and Bobby Roode, and that, ma- that match, for all intents and purposes, was a snooze fest yeah uh, it was so, yeah. so i think um I, i'm excited for aj styles versus samoa joe in a sense that i'm excited for some good wrestling um i don't like i said i don't think we're, they're they're ready to pull the title off of aj styles quite yet yeah um but I if agree. they are i don't see i don't see how samoa joe would be a bad choice for that um, i feel
1: that i feel that because i mean when you look at it, man, he's been in the title picture, kind of, and like I, there was, there was at one point, um, I actually was pulling for Samoa Joe to win the ladder match, man. You know, like I, 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 really felt like that he was gonna win that, um, the Money in the Bank. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Uh, I, I was hoping that he would sneak it. You know what I mean? It just happened to get loose. But um, I, I don't know, man. I, I guess that, uh, and I know we're starting to get into the uh, almost uh, 55 minutes now, man. We've been uh, dealing out some knowledge, but. I guess if I just had to touch on one last thing, I would have to say uh, I do want to touch on the fact that we do have the group uh, Suplex City that you are actually the admin of. um, And maybe you can give them a better rundown of what the group is. But we're a group that, you know, we've been to the last two WrestleManias. We're heading to this next WrestleMania that's going to be in New York. Um, We are a bunch of marks. I'm not on Facebook like that because I got to keep my record clean, man. When you work with kids, you got to. Make sure that you keep everything on the, on the weapon up, up, you know, but,
0: uh, yeah. So all of our Suplex- people on
1: there, they do a lot of good work and good knowledge. Good. smart yeah. people.
0: Suplex city was started off by our buddy, uh, owner and operator of one, two, three pins, uh, and collectibles Force Marks by Smarks, uh, one, two, three pins.us. Um, another shameless plug for our buddy, Will Smith. He yeah, started yeah. the group. Um, there are a few of us uh, who, who help run the group with Will. Um, uh, the nicknames that we go by are High Chief, Bully Rye, uh, Yellow Card Dave, uh, the Commish is Will Smith, and the Dingo, the Australian, who we all got to meet last weekend. Shout out to Lucas and Brandy. Yeah, brother. Uh, thanks for coming over
1: the water, brother.
0: Absolutely. Glad, glad y'all got back safe last uh, – This, you know, I think it was yesterday you guys got back safe. So, um, which might be tomorrow when your time, I don't know how the time, time change works, but yeah, Suplex city's wrestling group. We talk, uh, all wrestling promotions. There are a couple of impact wrestling marks. There are threads for just about every live show. We yeah. do live, live discussion threads for all pay-per-views. So if you want to, if you want to look for us, uh, look for Suplex city. I know there's a couple of Facebook groups. Um, but if you're trying to find it and you can't, uh, you know, get with one of us again, you can, you can follow us on Twitter at BRBT podcast. We can get you in the right direction, or you can send in, uh, send us an email, BRBT podcast at com. That's BRBT podcast at com. And again, on Twitter at BRBT podcast, give us a follow right now. It looks like we've only got one follower and it's probably me. So uh, <laughs> it might be me though. Might be so. Me. <laughs> so get on there follow us on the Twitter. Uh, our next show, we're going to be doing a lot of fantasy football talk. Yeah. This show ran a little late, and we apologize. We want to try to keep our shows under an hour. So if you stuck with us this long, we greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we hope you come text. back for the next one. And
1: if I can yes. say one more thing before we close it out, man, I just want to, you know, send out, you know, a heartfelt heartfelt appreciation to, and it's not just to the gym, the Anvil Neidhart who passed away, um, but to all of the wrestlers that that have honestly and truly been there that have gotten us through all those times where we needed to see something spectacular. Um, I have nothing but respect for the sport. I used to wrestle myself, and, and I, I got nothing but respect for every man that's in the ring right now, man and woman, man and woman. Let me get that right, because there's, no, there's nobody that's more excited about seeing a complete women's pay-per-view. And if, it, if that if that's going to be unprecedented, especially with the people and the talent that we're around and the talent that we get to see. So uh, I, I hope that everybody comes back. I hope that everybody, you know, enjoyed what they heard. Uh, I know, you know, we had the technical difficulties, probably had a whole bunch of ums and uhs and clearing throats and coughing. But, hey, man, I really hope that y'all enjoyed the information that we put out. And, uh, I'll give it to you, Billy Rye. It was a good time, brother.
0: Well said, Big Tex. Uh, for Big Tex, I'm Bully Rye. I uh, hope you join us again for our next podcast. Uh, until then, just stay too sweet. Oh, baby, the
1: Wolfpack loves it. Peace out, everybody.